you're in the United States or traveling across the globe, fundraising opportunities are abundant around the world. And today we're hearing from an expert on what she sees with fundraising, not just here in the States, but also internationally. I'm Bill Stanjakevich. This is the first day from the fundraising school, and I'm joined today by Marcella Rosvar. She's a longtime advisor and supporter and friend of the Indiana University Lilly Family School of Philanthropy. And through that relationship more than two decades ago, she invented Procura, which is a fundraising training resource based in Mexico City that has provided training for hundreds and more than a thousand people over the decades, the last two decades, across Central America. And Marcella, thanks for being with us on this Thank podcast. Thank you for inviting me, Bill. Why did you invent Procura? What did you see? What was the need that was there that you were able to fill with this wonderful school? You know, Bill, I was a volunteer for a very important foundation in Mexico called the Mexican Foundation for Rural Development. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was lucky to find in one of uh, seminars in, in Miami a brochure about the fundraising school. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it, I, it got my attention. So I decided to enroll, and I came to Indianapolis at that time. It must have been like 29 years ago, I don't mm. know, a, lot of, a long time ago. And uh, I took the one-on-one -on -one course. Mm -hmm. In fact, I met Hank Rosso at that wow. time because I was with, um, with the, his book. I was holding the book, and I was registering at the at the hotel, and, and he told me, are you enjoying that book? I said, I just got it. I said, I'm the author. Let me sign it for you. <laughs> so he signed it for me. And it was a world-changing experience. Mm. I think for me it was, my background was totally different. I was doing other things. Um, and, uh, and suddenly I was finding this wonderful world of the nonprofits, learning the universal concepts on, on how to to have a project, how to bring, get people involved, how to uh, write a uh, mission statement, how to get ready for communicating whatever you were doing. And it was an eye-opening. It was mm. so much for me that my life changed completely. When I came back to Mexico to work for the foundation again, uh, I, I started just applying all these concepts without any any issues of, you know, when you're young, you just go ahead and do it. Mm. You don't think about they like it or they don't like it, they will think it's too American or mm -hmm. it's too mm -hmm. whatever. And I just applied it because for me it worked. And from a donor base of 150 probably, I brought it up to 1,500 mm. in uh, maybe two years. So then people started approaching me for advice to see how they can do things. And a friend of mine told me, Marcela, you should do your own thing. Mm. And for a while I had a consulting firm. It was just me. Yeah. And I started doing some special uh, events at that time to fundraise and that exposed me again. And then I say, well, it's not that I am the best one in Mexico. I was not. I was the only one probably doing mm -hmm. it in a formal way. I decided to share it. And I decided to give opportunities that I have had uh, as, uh, because I, I, I came and come to, to, to Indiana for the other courses. Yes. I, I took all of them. I, I think I was, I don't know how many I took. Then I, I, when I train people in Mexico or I apply what the concepts were, 
people start noticing that there was a change. Mm. And that's the birth of Procura. Then I was keep, kept on uh, calling the fundraising school, and, and I met Bob Payton, who mm -hmm. supported me and helped me, and then Jim Temple. He jo I just saw him, and he will tell me, you know, oh, this woman that is calling uh, mm. from Mexico because <laughs> she wants to bring the fundraising school to yes. Mexico. And that was it. For two years, I was behind the idea, and here we are after 30 years. You know, Marcella, my story is somewhat similar in that I was very happy in my place of employment, and I was asked to, invited to join the fundraising school team. And the reason I did is I've seen the techniques work in my own fundraising career. And you said, as you were bringing the information you learned first through your consulting firm, you saw the differences that the techniques were working, which led you to create Procura. Let me ask you this, you know, oftentimes when we think about the international context, we celebrate the wonderful distinctions in our various wonderful cultures. But in your answer there, I heard that there also are a lot of similarities when it comes to fundraising. Do you see more similarities than differences? Are the techniques that are taught for fundraising here in the States primarily the same techniques that are used in Mexico, or have you needed to make any significant changes to fundraising techniques based on you know, the Mexican economy, the Mexican culture? What similarities and differences have you seen in that Yes, regard? there are a lot more similarities, I will mm -hmm. say, than mm -hmm. differences, because these are universal concepts. Mm -hmm. You need to have a very good project, you need to find out what their needs are, you need to present it properly uh, to donors so that they understand it and that they see what their impact will make. And uh, that, I think, are, is universal. The, the, the political or the economical or the benefits, the tax benefits, or the cultural part is another thing. So you need to approach, depending, because we train in Latin America, we train in, 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 uh, in uh, Philippines, we train in, in um, in uh, Portugal, mm -hmm. so you you need to learn a little bit more about the local culture, mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. the use of language, the concepts that, that they don't have. In many of these countries, talking about money openly is is a great concern, mm -hmm. and you need to be careful because there are issues like probably security or religion or that you need mm -hmm. to address, and you need to find out all that. I remember once I was teaching in Argentina and I mentioned a word that was a bad word locally and people mm. laughed mm. and I didn't know what was going on. So things like that you need, really need to be careful. And uh, you need to adapt it. We say you need to tropical, tropicalize it mm. to your country. So in Mexico, approaching a donor probably is totally different than approaching a donor here. Yeah, I mean, everything else is okay but the psychological part of it and the cultural part of it, you need to learn how to do it because mm -hmm. you, it's a trustworthy situation. Not anyone can approach someone with a certain um, job or, mm -hmm. or level of, uh, you know, and you need to find out who that, guy, that person has to be. Or through life, you gain the, the respect or the accountability of, of doing things properly, mm -hmm. and then they will, they will want to do things with you because you know they know you. Wherever you are, you are a doer, and you do things properly, and that you get only involved in projects that that are going to be successful. Mm -hmm. So all that part, the 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 cultural part is very important. The language part is very important as well, 
and uh, the approach of how to do it and what to take care of, in, culturally speaking, um, you need to, to tropicalize it and find out those ways. So through the years, we have learned a lot. So Marcella obviously has been trained so well by Dr. Henry Rosso. She teaches us this information about fundraising as she emphasized first fundraising from individuals. And as we know, individuals are responsible for the vast majority of donated dollars. And yet then I also wonder, Marcella, about foundations and about corporations in Mexico, and including those U.S. corporations that might have a presence in Monterey or Mexico City and elsewhere. What is the situation with fundraising in Mexico from foundations and corporations? Yes, Bill. Well, foundations, we as such, in, in Mexico, in the Mexican culture, there's no differentiation between the nonprofit and the foundation, uh, you know, legally speaking. Okay. They have the, the same treatment. I mm -hmm. know that here there's a difference mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in both of them. In Mexico, we don't have it. Then foundations as such, foundations that have the money to fund, we don't have many. We have like 30 or 50, maybe. Important ones, probably we have five or ten. So there's not much going on there. But you can get funded if you you are strategic in the funding and, and if the the mission of the foundation and your mission are aligned, mm -hmm, then mm -hmm. you will be successful. Yes. If you do it the proper way. Mm -hmm. uh, with corporations, most of the corporations now um, have their own uh, pro programs or their own foundations uh, in within the, the, the corporation. And um, that is sometimes is tough for the nonprofit sector because now these people want to do the job. Sometimes they will support nonprofits dealing with the same topic and they will, uh, you know, ask back for feedback and results and that's very good. That's been uh, that's more strategic, but also they control more their money. Mm. And but there's a lot of help if you do your homework, you will get money from the corporations. Mm -hmm. But that's a trend that they are building their own projects, and it's sometimes it's not good because then the money is not flowing out there. And with transnational corporations, mm -hmm. it's very important because um, they have it in their plan and uh, they come to Mexico or other countries in Latin America, and they know that they have to be committed to the communities they serve. And usually, if they don't bring whatever the mission is abroad, they will research and find out where they can make a difference, mm -hmm. and that's where they will support. So they will give away money because they have it in within their culture. So finding funding internationally, for example, for us, Sometimes it's easy, mm -hmm. and depending on the topic, depending on if you have people doing the research and finding out who is supporting Latin America, what kind of projects, you have to find the language, the, the way to write the proposal and, and apply it for the funds. Mm -hmm. well, all of that is, is, in, is now working, but there's a lot because you have to know the language, you have to know the, how to research, you have to understand how to do such things, you have to build a relationship, mm -hmm. etc. And uh, But there are, the difference is that we don't have as much. I think you have like a million and something nonprofits. One and a half million in the United States, and not including all the congregations. Imagine, and in yeah. Mexico we have probably 30,000. Okay. 
with a population of 120 million. Wow. So about a third of the population yeah. of the United States. And you can see from the wisdom and expertise that not only did Marcella learn well from Dr. Henry Rosso, the founder mm -hmm. of the fundraising school, that the students of Procura are learning well from her uh, and her faculty. And of course, one of those students uh, was a leader from South America at the time known as Cardinal Orgoglio, now known as Pope Francis. We need to ask Pope Francis for an alumni donation, <laughs> of right? Of course. Yeah. It was wonderful to have him. It's a wonderful part of the Procura story. And again, as you can see, a lot of commonalities with fundraising across cultures, across international lines, certainly customized uh, for the distinctions of different cultures that we see around the world. And if you're listening or viewing this podcast uh, in Mexico or in Central America, we highly recommend that you look into Procura as a training provider for your fundraising needs. And of course, if you want to attend the courses from the fundraising school, uh, you can learn more on our website at philanthropy.iupui.edu forward slash the fundraising school. You'll see information about our public courses, our custom training, our quarterly webinars, our weekly podcasts. Everything is right there for you. And also on our website, you'll learn information about our academic programs, including our online master's degree, which is available anywhere across the world. With Marcella Rosevar, I'm Bill Stanjakevich, and you are now more up to date on this first day from the Fundraising School. Thank you.